of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. On Lincoln Live today is Lincoln Public Schools Superintendent, Dr. Steve Joel. Good morning, Steve. Morning, Dale. First chance we've had a chance uh, to talk since school began. Uh, no new brick-and-mortar schools this year. That's coming up next year. But a new school did open up for students, and that is the LPS Temporary Remote Learning School. How is that going in the first month or so? I think it's going very, very well. We have a, a, an online learning principal, at, uh, Casey Fries, who's been reporting that um you know it's it's doing really well and you know surprisingly to us the numbers started a lot stronger and you know the, they're down uh, precipitously but you know we we take that as an encouraging factor that parents are having more and more confidence in our safety protocols um but you know there are some students as we've read that you know this is their environment they like it this they prefer being an online learner as opposed to even being in person under normal conditions. But uh, very, very thankful for the teachers that volunteered to do the program for a year. And we're going to commit to it to a year, and we'll kind of see, you know, what, what happens as we go forward with regard to the pandemic and the interest on the part of parents and students. So no hybrid this year. You're either in class or you're learning exclusively from home. That That creates an awkward space for uh, students who – uh, I mean, it's a no-brainer if a student comes down with COVID symptoms, they stay home, they're quarantined. I get that. Yeah. But those who are in close contact with that student that comes down with those symptoms, talk about what, what's being termed exclusion. Well, it's it's a student that, um, that, that, to your point, has been exposed to a student with COVID. And through contact tracing, it's identified that, you know, as a close contact, they need to then go out for a period of days as well, too, um, assuming that they're not vaccinated. And and that's, you know, we're, we're seeing quite a bit of that, as every district in America is. And, and because we moved away from hybrid learning, which, you know, I, again, teachers did just a tremendous job last year, but it's so cumbersome and, and stressful and, you know, it wasn't, uh, by, by most of their accounts, their best work. You know, we made the decision to just treat kids that are out now because of COVID, either having it or being um, a close contact, it's going to be just like any other absence. But what we're finding is that the numbers of kids that are being excluded as close contacts, not necessarily COVID cases, but close contacts to cases, because we don't want to we don't want to run the risk of uh, spread occurring in the um, you know within the school. What we've we ended up doing then is um, y- you know parents have said students are missing too much school. So we're thinking about what's an alternative to that. You know, what can we do to maybe uh, split the difference, if you will, knowing that um, we're not going to go back to hybrid learning because hybrid learning is something that, um, you know, again, we don't want to impose upon our teachers. And then, you know, but what, what else can we do? So we're, we're kind of at the drawing board on that. And you know, I hope that maybe we'll have some plans in the next week or so. But we're really hoping that... Um, that the, the, the surge is over or getting close to being over and leveling off and uh, beginning to recede. And then we can, you know, not really have to worry about that so much in the future. So whatever we do, 
we want to design it with a, with a temporary mindset because we're really hopeful that, you know, ultimately we're going to, uh, to move beyond this phase. Do you have a rough number, Steve, on the close contact students? Yeah, last week I think we had uh, close to or a little bit over a thousand students that were out, and and again that that sounds like a big number, but but in reality, you know, we're talking about forty you know forty thousand plus students, close to forty two thousand students. So, you know, it's it's we, we've had more kids out than that, um, but by the same token, too, you know, we we uh, we we we're seeing we're seeing a lot more COVID and exposure to COVID um, in the, the younger student ranks. And you're seeing it outside of school. Yeah, that's that's the challenge that we have. You know, again, I we're, we're masked up in school. We're not, you know, as as we would have expected, we're not seeing uh, there are any spread, there are hardly any spread that's related to school. You know, we're a little bit more liberal in our in our masking policies this year with regard to you know, you know students that um, you know whether they're eating or they, you know they're they're taking mask breaks or they're outdoors. So, uh, you know, we, we feel really confident about that. But, you know, we have students for about six and a half hours a day, and then they go into their home environments and, you know, in their community environments and their after-school environments. And, um, you, you know, that then pr- presents the challenge for us. But, you, you know, it's it's something that we just have to continue to work through. And, you know, I'm certainly hoping that this isn't a new normal, that, you know, ultimately we're going to get back to, you know, whatever we need to as a community to say, you know, we can we can back off on our restrictions. The county board on Tuesday voted to offer an incentive policy to county employees who are not vaccinated, offering uh, roughly two hundred thirty seven dollars to an employee who gets vaccinated. And then if that employee decides to get the booster, it's uh, almost 60 more. Any discussion of that type taking place inside LPS? Well, we have a lot of conversation about, you know, what we're hearing and reading and not only in Nebraska, but around the country as well, too. And, you know, at this point, we're not uh, contemplating that. And, and the part of the reason is we think we have a pretty high vaccination rate amongst our staff. And, you know, certainly what we're you know, we're not seeing a lot of staff going out with COVID symptoms. And, you know, that's an encouraging sign for us. I mean, although there certainly are some and, you know, we're reading more and more and hearing more uh, about breakthrough cases. But at this point, I think, you know, for the for, for the most part, folks that are involved in education, you know, understand the importance of vaccination and they've done that. And um, I feel I'm very encouraged by it and very thankful that uh, the, uh, I, I think, you know, that our numbers and this is strictly conjecture on my part, Dale. I think our numbers are going to mirror, if not exceed, what the county numbers are. And I and I read where you know we're close to seventy percent right now as a county. So I I would anticipate that we're there as well. Dr. Steve Joel joining me from Lincoln Public Schools. I'd like to refer listeners to the LPS website, lps.org. And there you will see uh, Superintendent Joel's blog uh, from September first, the challenges of change. You bring up your dad. You and I have talked about your uh, New York police officer father and how he wasn't really all that uh, uh, accepting of change. But Mm -hmm. uh, you cover a lot of ground in there, everything from the directed health measure to students who have loved ones who are watching what's going on in Afghanistan to uh, new teachers, uh, 300 or so new and eager teachers starting this year. And then you look ahead to next year. 
you know, it, it's uh, I, I really enjoy writing the blog because it's a chance for me to kind of reflect, and you know, it's, it's in a lot of ways it's therapeutic journaling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but as a kid growing up, my dad, New York City police officer, proud World War II veteran, he didn't like change, and and I remember uh, very well when seatbelts came out in cars, and he was just. He was just so aggressively opposed to that that the, you know that that the government or a car manufacturer would would even suggest that a driver would would wear a seatbelt. Right? He was uh, that bothered him, and you know as as smoking became uh, you know you know more and more uh, uh, a, a social issue, and, and you know I remember he was upset when they banned it on on planes. You know that was just one of those things. So I get the fact that you know we don't like as a as a people. To, to be told that, you know, we have to do something. But I also uh, always want to reinforce that decisions that we make, you know, aren't made in a vacuum. And and while we, we never take them lightly, we also know we have a key community role that we have to play. And that is right now to, to mitigate the spread of, of the COVID virus. And, and, you know, the news that um, that's been presented to us you know you know you can't argue with it i mean hospitalizations are up you know we see it in our own school with the numbers of of students that are, that have acquired it and and of course you know we already talked about the, the students that are out on exclusion so um you know that and and what you know the, what happened in afghanistan was an absolute tragedy and you know we have a number of afghani families in our school system and students and we have teachers that are working with those families and you know i we wanted to just call out the fact that you know we're here to support and you know we've had to do that a lot over the years dale as, as you know just because there's so many national and international incidents that impact our students and our staff and you know we are a microcosm of of not only the united states but also the world and and most people know you know lincoln has been a refugee resettlement community so so we're impacted by all of that and you know but we have to focus on the positive and the positive is we're, we're building three new schools you know our enrollment seems to be going well and we brought in 300 and i think 26 bright-eyed energetic new teachers from all over the state and, and parts of the country and you know they're coming into they're, they're beginning their their educational careers in a pandemic and and yet and that's all they know right now and you know i i was just so impressed with uh with with the crew that we're able to hire every year that wants to come to lincoln and are all most of them are gonna are gonna are gonna develop their skills and are gonna become great teachers and you know they're gonna help lincoln continue to push forward in the future not only teachers but lps is hiring in other fields too yeah we are and you know we're very thankful again that you know we've got community members that that uh, that appreciate and, and enjoy working for Lincoln Public Schools. You know, we're always looking for bus drivers. And, you know, again, I put a little plea out there for it. I think um, that's been an area that has been a bit of a challenge, and we're offering some incentives and some other specialty areas, too. If, uh, if, if people are looking for work, get on our website, and you can see, uh, you know, we, we list on a daily basis opportunities that are you know, available in a in a school district like ours, and you know, I always tell people that um, young people, particularly that I'm trying to encourage to move into the education field, that you know, right now the economy is absolutely booming. 
unemployment is under 2% in, in Lincoln. And so there's just not a whole lot of people out there looking for more work. But anybody that's taken an economics course knows that, you know, what follows the boom cycle is the bus cycle. And, you know, there will be another recessionary environment. And for the most part, you know, over my 40-something years in education, education is recession-proof. And, and that's what makes it a good, stable place to work and and be able to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish so you know i would just say that if people are looking for for a career or changing careers check us out because we have some great uh, great opportunities available if you want to hear all about the rewards of being a bus driver just catch up with my wife kimberly this is her she <laughs> you know i used to do a little loves that it oh she just absolutely loves it every day getting up going to work and uh, interacting with those kids so it can be very very rewarding steve thank you very much you be safe we'll talk in a month you too thanks dale lincoln public school superintendent dr steve joel here on lincoln live